sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, in addition to the District of Dinah, your mostly one-stop destination, or in fact, perhaps the best place you can go for fabulous kitchens, bathrooms, interior design, fine art, title insurance, and... Um, Soon to be more. And soon to be more. Well done, Carl. Thank you so much. I'm Gregory Rich. I'm your host. I'm going to help you kill your evening with some booze and conversation. And tonight, oh, tonight we're joined by someone near and dear to my heart. The wonderful and irrepressible Jill Murphy. Jill, how are you? I am fabulous. Thank you for having me here. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have you on. And Jill is the owner of True North Consulting. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is our marketing consultant at the District Edina. So she is managing all things public-facing. Absolutely. Client driving. Yes, yes. And and culture. Culture within the District Edina. And culture, which yeah. is key because, you know, bring some of your wonderfulness and everything will be fabulous. Absolutely. <sighs> Coctology. Coctology provided this evening by Habitation's own Carl Wallace Peltier. Carl Wallace. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Johnson, we should start thinking about having like some applause, like an applause button. We should do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For the it, guests, whoever's making the drinks, yeah, we'll line that up. Right? I love it. I love it. You know, one of the big things during COVID that drove me crazy was the late night TV hosts' refusals to use laugh tracks. Oh. It was really weird. It was creepy. You need a laugh track. It changed the whole the whole I know. Yeah. And I want like a 60s laugh track, too. I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes. Nothing like believable or anything. No, <laughs> just totally canned and, you know, one guy on rhythm. <laughs> Absolutely. Or a monkey with a symbol. <laughs> no, that. That would have been Colbert-esque. We, oh. we need the ooh sound effect, too, when someone says something controversial. We do. But yeah. we don't want to cross that line into morning radio hosts. That is true, yes. You know, yeah. with a little horn and everything. But maybe we should have an ooze somewhere just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of ooze, um, Carl, we are doing something very different on the radio program today. We are not, for the first time ever, I think, not making a cocktail. No, we are not. We um, are going to be doing a little uh, whiskey tasting. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. That was the moment. Johnson, we're going to need an ooh. And I think we just got one, actually. Uh, Put it in the can. Put it in the can. Do that thing like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody where they just did the same voice over and over and over to create depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I could be sitting in that booth anytime. <laughs> no, we're going to be doing uh, because a certain someone is taking a bit of time off of drinking. So one person down, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to be trying three different Irish whiskeys today. Yes, uh, we have a slain Irish whiskey, which is um, made in Ireland. We have Keeper's Heart Irish Whiskey, which is actually made here in Minneapolis. 
And we have Red Locks Irish Whiskey, which is a Kentucky whiskey. All right, stop. That's uh, – all right. Okay. Yes, it's a Kentucky whiskey, I guess. <laughs> but it is – it was launched by Kieran Folliard. So I had thought that it would be an mm. Irish produced. And Kieran, as anyone or as, as most people know, a uh, prominent restaurateur, Kieran's and uh, – God, a bunch of them, like three, four restaurants. Yeah, I can't name them. Gave them up when he launched Two Gingers. Yeah. And now he's come back with Red Locks, which is his latest introduction. So we have, because I did select these, so I get to talk as if it would have changed anything. <laughs> I, I know, right? I'm Jill? Nap over here. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> um, so we've got Slain. Uh, we should say, first of all, all of these whiskeys are under $30. Yes. When you drink as much as I do, you can't afford anything <laughs> over $30 except for special occasions. But we have Slane, which is my constant go-to, my favorite Irish whiskey uh, produced outside of Slane Castle where our own friend of the show, Adam McIntyre Barnes, yes. grew up. Who, by the way, is getting married this very weekend. So congratulations, Adam and Sarah mm. McIntyre Barnes. So we've got Slane as the always go-to. Then we've got the new Redlocks, and then the uh, Keeper's Heart is making an impact locally. It's showing up everywhere. People are excited about it. So we're going to see what Minnesota can do relative to the others. Now, Johnson, you're going to need a lot of swallowing music on this. Are you are you comfortable with a lot of swallowing? Why music? not? Good. Okay. <laughs> but we will taste during this. We're also going to add that Jill is going to have a, 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 a nose full. I'm giving the sniff test. She's giving the sniff test. So we'll start with try the slain mm-hmm. and tell us what you're picking up. Johnson, background music is delightful. I've got a hangover already. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, Carl, when we vaped alcohol on the show? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God, that's what we should have done. Damn it. I just found you a Excuse loophole. Me, dang it. No, we can swear. I mean, damn it can be said. All right, what are you picking up on the slain? Literally, my nose hairs are burning. No. So it's good. <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. Is it, is it a little caramely? Wouldn't surprise me. Mmm, yeah. it's pretty. Boy, it's stringent. What's butterscotchy? Ooh. Oh, there you go. It is more butterscotch than caramel. Mm. All right. So your dominant scent is caramel slash butterscotch. Yep. All yep. right. Mm-hmm. Carl, let's see what it tastes like. All right. The alcohol is clearly coming through in the sleigh, no doubt. That's what you're picking up, the stringency. It's got... I don't taste any real caramel, though, or butterscotch. I don't taste it, but I smell it. <clears throat> Strange. How can you have that? How can you have a scent but not a flavor? It's the same thing as cooking in vanilla. It smells wonderful. It tastes horrible. True. But then it tastes fabulous in dishes. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> All right. Science. Just that messing was- with you. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's a great observation. All right. So, um, again, this is the constant one. It was tasty. It's good. It's easy to slam. It's a great shooter of a whiskey. It's nice over the rocks and, of course... Definitely got that smoke taste to it. Oh, peat. a little bit of peat to yeah. it. I guess Ireland, yeah. Scotland's going to pick that up. Yep. Okay. Next. Let's try... What do, we, what do we have next? We have Keeper's Heart next. Okay. This is Minnesota's own Keeper's Heart. I love the name. Does it say where the uh, distillery is? 
I don't have my glasses on. Uh, let's see. Turn it over here. Mm. All right. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Oh. Minneapolis oh, from ground. the city of Minneapolis. All right. Keeper's Heart. I do want to point out, they got a really cool label. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and I do love the name. The name is really great. Agreed. Agreed. And, of course, this is a blend of Irish and American whiskeys, so we're kind of cheating a little bit mm. here. Um, although, again, an American whiskey, it's a strange term. To be honest. You know? Kentucky, maybe, but Tennessee, but... Mm, just... It smells green. It smells green? Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, that... <clears throat> more refined. No, it's, it tastes like it's going to be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but verdant. Ver- verdant. I love the yes. word verdant. Love it. It I, definitely has a, a softer smell than mm-hmm. than the slang does. Mm-hmm. Far less alcohol astringency. Yes. yes. Uh, on the top. All right. Let's yeah. try it. Thank you for that one, Johnson. Oh, my God. It's a completely different liquor, first and foremost. Yep. Whiskeys, I mean, there are tons of different types of whiskeys. And I guess once you add whatever American whiskey is to Irish, you're no longer playing in the Irish whiskey family. That's definitely a lot lot less strong on the, the, the peatiness to it. Okay, less... It, it's very smooth mm-hmm. compared to Slane, I feel like. Is it cleaner? Yeah. It, that tastes more like Jameson comparison, which is, I would agree, which is my preference, honestly. And I hate Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only liquor I, I actively dislike. I will rum as a group, but oh, yeah, Jameson same. itself, I don't know why. I hate it. All right. So, like, look, I love I love Minnesota. Yay, Minneapolis. Go, go. go. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm. Cannot recommend Keeper's Heart. It is, it is, it doesn't taste like uh, an Irish whiskey to me. It tastes almost like Canadian Club a little bit somehow. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, yeah. My grandpa's favorite, by the way. Is it really? Yes. Canadian. Did you know I have... Better a, than Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, there, I, I, uh, um, a, a friend of mine, Scott Moss is his name. Um, casual acquaintance, I suppose. Anyway, we were in the same building at one point. His father used to be a Canadian club distributor. Oh. And he brought me a bottle of 1967 like, Canadian 68, Club, 68... Unopened, he said he had a couple, ca- several cases of them in his basement, and I asked him, "What do I do with this thing? I mean, do I keep it? Is this a keepsake? Is this thing?" And he goes, "It's not going to get any better, you know. It's Canadian Club, <laughs> right. so do with it whatever you want." So, uh, it's me. Did you soak rags and start them on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, I cracked the son of a pup open, and then I got a, and I tasted it, see what it tasted like to be alive and or drinking in 1968. And uh, and then later I got some regular Canadian Club and did some tests between the two. We may actually do that uh, on an upcoming coming show with Jeff Cole from Dean's uh, uh, Home Services yeah. in a couple of weeks because he is a massive mm-hmm. – well, he's a bourbon guy, but still. Yeah. All right. We've tried that. We've been chattering. I feel terrible. This has been uh, uh, a lot of liquor tasting. It's going nicely, though. <laughs> now we got the uh, Red Locks, right? Yeah. Okay. By far the most mild of all th- the three. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, it's it's kind of lacking in perfume to me. Hmm. Sorry, Kieran. Yeah, no, I actually, I, I know what you're picking up on there, mm-hmm. because it seems... All right, and I'm going to say... it's a lot say, more floral. 
I don't smell a soul. No, I don't either. It's soulless. All right, now we're going to try it and see if at least it's alcohol. Very sweet. Smells like Flint, Michigan tap water. (laughs) Oh, God. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Sorry. Although that said, do you get drunk off Michigan tap water? (laughs) Probably could get a lot off of Michigan tap water. Huh. That was really smooth. That, I feel like, is the smoothest of all three. But did you enjoy, like, the, the back notes and everything? Yeah. You did. It kicked. I, I got to say, that was actually really good. Really? It's a little too mild for me. I like the Slane better because I like to taste my whiskey. Mm-hmm. But the Red Locks is is like a really nice light. I bet it would be good on the rocks with, you know, a little bit of of summeriness around. Yeah, that's a great summer whiskey. Agreed. Which so, I I drink my whiskey on the rocks, and that would be delicious. Would you mix that versus? I mean, with something? Uh, I, no, I wouldn't have to. No, I rarely mix whiskey. Yeah, I, no. don't, I don't really. Mix. I like whiskey as it is, yeah. as 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 was intended by those above. <laughs> All right, well there it is. Bottom line is, I'm sorry we have to give thumbs down on, or at least I'm giving thumbs down You're on Kiki Bruce yes. Heart, Carl. I like uh, honestly out of all three of those, Slain is my least favorite. Oh my god! Wow, god, it's I know, so I nice know. to have had Carl on the last <laughs> appearance. I, I don't want to feel like I could start my breath on fire after I drink. That's Carl, the love. Watch, That's the I love. don't love it. I don't love it. Watch your brake lines on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping that car in good shape. Yes, sir. All right, there it is. So, all right, so we have we have a mixed we have a, a mixed decision, um, but uh, stick with. Uh, I like the Red Locks. We're going to try Red Locks for I, a while I, as yeah. being our our go to. I'm good with it. All right. So that would be your number one? Yeah. Uh, that's not your number two? Yep. That was okay. Keeper's Heart and Slain is the bottom. Yep. And I have uh, Slain, Red Locks, and then I, I kick away the Keeper's Heart. I'll take it home with me. Then. No. <laughs> Request denied. <laughs> <take> a pinch. <laughs> All right. All right. We should talk about some other things. So we should jump into a little bit of discussion with – oh, you know what? We should we should take a quick break, and when we come back, we should start talking about all the amazing things you've done in marketing, development, brand awareness, and so on. Does it sound like a plan? It's a plan. I'm here for it. Wonderful. Stick around, folks. We'll be back in a minute. A very good year. It was a very good year for small town girls and soft summer nights. We'd hide from the lights on the village green. When I was 17. People say you're riding high in April, shot down in May. I gotta tell you, but now I'm starting to feel a little guilty that I didn't bring Jack Daniels onto the table. Jack Daniels was Sinatra's favorite whiskey. Really? Yes. Only because he had never had slain. 
Fair point. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Still not Jack sure Daniels, really? Yeah, I know. That I know. Upsets me a little bit. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, it was a different era. <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I hear you. You know, no one can be perfect. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is drinking the style. I'm Gregory Rich. I'm your host, and I'm drinking straight whiskey. Uh, I am joined by <laughs> Carl Peltier and Jill Murphy. Jill from True North Consulting, partner with the District of Dinah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start this way, of course. Introduce us. True North is a boutique, specific, high uh, contact, close association consulting firm in the marketing world. Is that an accurate description? Absolutely. Um I developed True North out of a desire to um, do better than I had really seen um, the companies that I had worked for in working with consultants. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to um, have more of a high-touch model. I only wanted very few clients, um, seven at most, which people might think that sounds like a lot, but Mm -hmm. really um, when you are – deciding on some specific tactics within your relationship, it's not too much. Hmm. Okay. Um, I wanted to work with people who I loved. I wanted to work with people who I admired and could become invested in. Um, I wanted, I, I work exclusively with companies, um, although I have diverged in the past, who are in the luxury home industry mm-hmm. because that's what I've spent my life in. And a wonderful industry it is. It is a great industry, and it's so much based on relationships. So it's not one that you walk away from easily. It's very true. It's it's a lot like the relationship that is created between client and designer. Right, Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I've always been um, able to look at uh, companies, entities, whatnot, and do a really um, quick gap analysis mm-hmm. of where I see that they're missing pieces or, you know, uh, that could bring them to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that most companies know they want to get to the next level, but what is that? What does that look like? So really I had to start by helping people define the three things, the three to five things. I like less. Yes. Okay. That, they wanted to achieve, they wanted to take their business to the next level because if everything's important, nothing's important. Agreed. So that was the first thing, and that was my business model that I started out with. I would have six or seven clients, and I would do three to five specific initiatives for each client. That way I could show um, efficacy with each client because all of those things are derived through mutual you know, um, uh, conversations where we have decided on mutual goals Mm -hmm. and then we develop the tactics to get to those goals. So, um, it's been really rewarding for me because through that I can actively see the companies coming from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And the great thing is, is that we all decided what that B should look like ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So you'd set the goals simultaneously. And it's true because the business owner is the only person who can say what those top three things are. But as a consultant and as someone who knows the industry, you also know the path to success in many ways. So uh, it's it's individual, but it's collaborative. So you set the flag, you create the plan, you lead into battle, and then you say, did we take the right hill? 
Absolutely. And it can transform over time, obviously. But for an example, my architecture client, um, when I first started with them, um, great, great team. You can plug them. Oh, Charlie and Co., they're brilliant. (laughs) Um, But they they really wanted to get to a certain level of clientele Mm -hmm. um, where they – you know, the, the, the level of jobs was larger. Yep. The span of uh, the the time was larger. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really focused in on showing specific types of work, um, turning some work down in the process, mm-hmm. um, and uh, making sure that we were consistent in our drive to um, photograph the right type of work mm-hmm. um, and be sending out our messaging to the channels where our clients lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has worked. They have, they are, have blossomed the level of work that they're doing compared to six years ago, which was still wonderful work, but it's just exponentially yeah. better. Really well-respected company. And you look at their website now, which is one of the facets that I work with them in mm-hmm. and it's jaw dropping work. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of them because I look at the growth pattern and I know it was a specific initiative for us to do this. And I look at it, and we're we're there. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, I mean, it, it's it's. I mean, it's a reasonable roadmap, without doubt. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Yes. You didn't expect this, but I'm going to do it already. You ready? I'm ready. All right, and I'm totally making this up as I go along. As you do. Exactly. <laughs> Fifty-one years and counting. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here it is. You ready? My company creates um, ant farms, the little glass ant farm things that you go running through and you can see the whole little civilization. Mm -hmm. I need to reach people who want to buy ant farms. What are the first three things you think of off the top of your head? Well, I think what is important about ant farms? What's important to you? What are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to tell people about ant farms? You're sharing an ant's inner life. Well, you yeah, and you you have to be enthusiastic about it, and mm-hmm. you have to be able to capture the. Who words. is not passionate about ant farms? Well, I'm saying that I'm going to help you succinctly develop your enthusiasm around ant farms. Okay, because it's not just hawking ant farms; it's telling people. Why they kick so much? What makes and what about uh, comparison? Uh, brand diversity to like what seahorses? <laughs> Damn the seahorse industry! You know, they little, have been a those burden. Those jelly things they used to get in the back of you know sea monkeys. Hot. What, what was it? The devil hot stuff. The devil hot, hot stuff. You know. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do remember lots of sea monkeys. Yes, sea monkeys. Oh, God, it was. Uh, you know what the important part of sea monkeys is? What? The helping children learn to deal with disappointment. Um, they always gelled. Yes. They gelled over. They sent you a bunch of dead krill. I mean, this. Which this, now I feed my dog. The inventor of this is second only to the to the to the pet rock. Who was genius? I know, but you right. know what did he he that that. That pet rock guy, he sold a story around the pet rocks. So that's what you have to do. You have to sell the story. You have to believe the story. I have to believe the story because I will tell you this. I am no good at selling something that I do not believe in 100%. And that is why I am so selective about who I work with because if I don't – if I, you know, smell something that isn't right, I cannot make it right in my head or heart. That's a great luxury. 
It is. Oh. It is. So that's a perfect entree. So let's talk now about the district of Dinah. We'll start with this. Now, again, because we have worked together now yeah. on this for, for about, a bit of time. Yeah. Um, Three, four months. So you understand my vision mm. and I respect your perspective. So tell me what your vision is for the district of Dinah. Well, when I first started speaking to you, I really loved your your vision, as you call it. But it had, you know, some things had come in the way, you know, a pandemic, mm-hmm. shall we say? Yes. And yes. I really admired um, what you had done to keep your vision floating. It was alcohol. It was. It was just that was the glue. <laughs> the vision was floating everything. in a sea of whiskey. But you know, as we know, we all have to pivot, and we don't always get to have the luxury of, like, say, choosing everybody who we'd want to ideally have the seats in the bus, shall mm-hmm. we say. Very true. So anyway, um, I really became impassioned by um, your vision of it being an experience to come to the District of Dinah. Yes. Um, that every single person in a showroom or in a business was the best of class that not only did they sell the best, not only did they service the best, but they were people who were honorable people who you would have an extremely wonderful um, experience doing business with. And that they, in turn, felt a kinship with the other people in the building. It sounds kind of utopian, but it isn't. It's real. And it's it's you can feel it when you come in the building now more and more. I think I think I mean to use the word exponentially again, but more since we started. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And I mean, what you're talking about is is in my mind, it is a, um, the ability to trust a partner that you're working with mm-hmm. and know that that other organization shares the same general values that you share about you know client customer service, client development. Um, I was going to say client service, which actually I like a lot better. Absolutely. Um, and and what have you. So we've done a little bit of tweaking, and uh, and we've got kind of some some new exciting things we're going to be talking about coming up fairly soon. But it does sound utopian, and everyone, of course, will, as they say, poo-poo such an idea. I don't know, Greg. I mean, I think that since the pandemic, I think people are looking for an experience. Yes. I think they're looking for people who they can trust. I think that they're, you know, um, and also if you have to, you know, not buy something online, you you want to come in and you want to feel good about it. And in the home industry, which is what the District of Edina specializes in, those are the largest investments that you're making with or is your home, with your, your home. dollars yeah. and your, your, your passion. So... You know, if they come in and our, you know, kitchen and bath company, Pustily, mm-hmm. is recommending, um, you know, the title company to close on the home that they're going to then remodel the kitchen for, mm-hmm. you're working together, you're creating synergies. Mm-hmm. It's magic for the building, for the tenants in the building, for the partners, and consequently for the client. And there's and just win-win-win. that's win, the most win. important thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. And Carl, we're, we're collaborating on a Boostly project yes, uh, that we yes. have sent down. One of my Oak. design clients that I've had for a few years finally is ready to uh, redo their kitchen. And it's really convenient that I can just walk down the stairs and meet my client at Boostly to pick out finishes and go over the layout. And it's, it's, it's a dream come true, really. 
That's awesome. And not to even mention that the cross-marketing that mm-hmm. happens between all of these mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. – and that was your vision in the beginning, Greg. Unquestionably. Honestly, it was. I mean it makes sense. It's – let's bring everyone – Again, there's no more valuable commodity than time, and this is what we're able to to offer people. Right. We can save you time, and we can guarantee that what you're getting is the best that can be gotten. Is that a word? Absolutely. Yeah. So that alludes to what we're planning with, and um, there's some exciting things that we're crafting around um, – uh, burgeoning talents coming into the buildings. Absolutely true. And we should talk about that in uh, in just a moment. But we'll run a quick ad. Then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the cool things that's going on. We're going to talk about a couple of little details here and there. I'm going to probably have two shots before we return. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, when you return, there's a good chance I will be singing Dean Martin. As the intro. It's you and me, Carl. It's not speaking in cursive. Oh, it is speaking in cursive. All right, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you're 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 all screwed. See you back here in a few minutes. Let's you hide all the sadness you feel. You won't really fall in love, cause you can't take the chance. So be honest with yourself Don't try to fake romance It's the good life to be free There may be trouble ahead while there's moonlight and music and love and romance, let's face the music and dance. Oh my God, I love Before this song so much. Me too, it's one of my favorites. Right? I yes. mean, this really, some people might say their, their theme song is My Way. Um. No, 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 this is me. Have you ever heard Diana Krall do it? I have. It's amazing. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. But let's face the music and dance. Why not? Why not? All right, ladies and gentlemen, drink in the style. And uh, I lied to you in segment two. Hold on. (laughs) Nope, I'm an honest man. Um, Two shots of whiskey uh, in, and we're ready to have our most exciting third segment. Here's what we're going to start with, though. Marketing. Mm-hmm. What are some of the new things that are happening in marketing? Oh my gosh, that's what's putting me uh, on the spot. Of course, there's the never-ending target of social media. Mm-hmm. Is it TikTok? No, the TikToks. The TikToks. You know, a lot of people are using it to their success. You know, but um, I think that we're. I am. Uh, I am all about what I call guerrilla. Marketing with the G U E R I L L A, meaning it's hand to hand. See, yes, Viva la Revolution, and it's it's really it's the oldest kind of marketing come new again because mm-hmm. it is about relationships built. It is about the um, looking each other in the face, which I think it has become so such a missing component, and it's industry specific because again, in the home industry, people want to see. This hundred mm-hmm. percent. So my a lot of what I'm doing is is showing culture. 
showing mm-hmm. the culture of the building, showing the culture of the um, entities within it, showing what is important to you because it's going to resonate with somebody mm-hmm. and they're going to want to do business with you, not only because you do beautiful work and they've got the money to pay you to do it, mm-hmm. but because they know that they're going to have a great time doing it and they can trust you with their home. And you can't do that unless you can build a relationship because you know what? An interior is a reflection of who someone is and how can you reflect someone's personality without knowing who they are, correct, Mr. Yes, Wallace? Uh, yes. It's, there needs to be a good fit between client and designer and if there's not, then it's not going to go well. Well, and you're not, you, we're selling a vision here. We're selling a vision not only of the work that you do, but who you are. And I know this sounds super base, but it is really the most important thing nowadays. I, I You can do millions of eyeballs on advertising or whatever, and all of that is important for brand advertising. Mm-hmm. But I think really relaying who you are as uh, and tearing away at some of the surface a little bit mm-hmm. is super important. Um it will make the difference between it, it, all of the things. Let's put it this way: all of the things being equal in terms of um, ability, mm-hmm. people want to do business with people who they like and trust. Absolutely Agreed. true. Yeah. Absolutely true, and they should. Let's talk about the district then. Specifically, again, we're going to go back to this. What do you see as some of the physical, tangible advantages aside from the collaboration opportunities within the building? What was most exciting when I asked you to come and? Help us tell our story. Because you were amenable to knowing that this season, our season as the district, is one of renewal and one of pivoting. And um, I love it, Greg, because you have supported us in terms of really creating a dynamic design center. Mm-hmm. Carl, God bless him, talented, talented. Thank you elf that he is over there has been working a little elf he's so cute (laughs) has been working tirelessly to create uh, a dramatic and beautiful background so that when people come in the doors they instantaneously know that it's a different place to be we have beautiful sunlit uh space available for the right people to come in. Not just anybody. We are courting the right people. We have just a couple of spaces, mm-hmm. not a lot, mm-hmm. um, for people, um, say, a, um, say it was a uh, Pilates studio, mm-hmm. sunlit. We want people who are um, actively coming in and out. We have free parking. We have um, free event space. We have the penthouse level, which is free to all of the all of the tenants to use as they should. And also my time, because I am happy to consult with every single person in the district to help them formulate a marketing plan and guide them forward in terms of what they're doing. Once again, part of the whole umbrella of the advantage being in the district. And I'm thrilled that you mentioned the lounge space because obviously it is kind of the heart of what we're doing oh. within mm-hmm. this building. And it's, again, it's what, 1,500, 1,700 square feet? Mm. With the art gallery, probably more like two. Well, with the art gallery, it's definitely closer to two, 2,200 yeah. or it's something. It's such a dynamic space and people love being there. Oh. It just naturally people um, – it, it's a great space to be in. People are happy um, and the gallery is sophisticated. It's just every single time I've been there, people just naturally 
They light up. They light up. It's, exactly. It's the place. I mean, because you go in. So, uh, folks, and all right. So, I'm going to do a little pitch right now, if I may, yep. on the lounge space specifically. So, the uh, I'm going to make this up as if I'm writing it. Ready? Here's the district plug. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of difficult places to. No, no, I'm going to go back. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I can do this. This is my radio show. I can rerun what I want. Look, at me. Look how I'm looking at you. I know you're glaring at me. <laughs> <laughs> you're screwing it up, Rich. You are screwing it up. Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that the District of Dinah has an entertainment space available completely free of charge? Hard to believe, but true. Our penthouse level has 2,200 square feet, including bar, monitors, seating, and a variety of other amenities that are available for weddings, bar mitzvahs. Yeah, <laughs> I just screwed it up. It started great, didn't it? No, for meetings, for events, for all different types of social and business activities. For the remainder of 2022, it will be available free of charge, whether you're in our industry or you're not. Mm-hmm. We've already had some incredible events such as real estate continuing education, title inform, uh, information, art lessons were hosted, and of course... I'm falling out of character now, but of course, my one of my favorite events, which was the Pustily Finnish trade delegation that came in to celebrate Finland's arrival into Minneapolis, Minnesota, through their first showroom, and that was the event that I got to do shots with the ambassador from Finland. Of course. Dude can drink. He's, he's never seen anything like it. <laughs> yeah. He's it, rich. It, Greg is now legend in lore in Finland. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had Tony from Pusilian, and we learned about their drinking contests. Mm. Oh, I'm nowhere near a legend. <laughs> I have found a place that I can go and learn much and from these people. Aspire to be absolutely true. <laughs> well, it is. It is a fantastic space, and people should take advantage of it because. And I love that you are wanting to invite people into it. Mm. People who are currently affiliated with the building, people who are not currently affiliated with the building, mm-hmm. call up Greg Rich and uh, say that I need to have an event space. And he will say, come to me. I can make it happen for you. Give or take. I will say something <laughs> along those lines. I, I will probably say, who is this? How did you get my number? No, I'm totally kidding. I will invite you in and do all that I possibly can, which is yeah, seriously. And, and that's when people get to experience the building. And what we've done is, you know, you had done a fantastic, extremely beautiful job on the third floor, just making it as lush and as beautiful as possible. And now you've extended that throughout the rest of the building. So the, from when you walk in and you see the black, dark wallpaper with the gold uh, tones in, in the double doors and – you know, come and see this like lenticular almost wallpaper with these gorgeous sconces. You will know that you have landed in a fabulous center for design within the Twin Cities. And that's saying something. Absolutely true. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And it's true. And we should also talk, Carl, maybe about some of the uh, the furnishings that we have outside. We've finished yes. our outdoor conference room, by the way. And we have some of the most... Amazing, comfortable, beautiful outdoor furnishings now on the back um, patio at the district. Um, Bernhardt does the most beautiful outdoor pieces. You would never know if they were outdoor. The sofa out there is literally more comfortable than most sofas that I've sat on. It's deep. It's 
It's perfect set. Yes, the pitch is. is ideal. Yep. It looks exactly like the, the sofa you would have in your living room. Mm-hmm. And you should come in and you should give it a try. And it come overlo- have a beer. It overlooks Nine Mile Creek. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, yoga sessions in the morning, happy hour in the evening. And everything in between. Oh, trust me. We have considered it. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We have come to the end of this iteration of Drink in the Style. We greatly appreciate your joining us this afternoon. And I say thank you, Jill Murphy, for coming on. We'll have you back on again when we've got uh, another exciting update to be shared. Until then, I'm just going to go straight to the... Good luck, everybody. Lips of honey, will you see the way she walks? Hey, brother, pour the wine. <laughs>